It's Tuesday, November 14, 2017. The world is moving on, and so is the United States. At UN climate talks in Bonn, Germany, the U.S. is a bit schizophrenic. New report shows Paris Agreement targets are not nearly enough. Senate approves fossil fuel lobbyist for top EPA air pollution position. Plus, Puerto Rico's governor estimates damages after Hurricane Maria are $95 billion. All of those damages and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So what will make strong hurricanes more and more frequent? According to our government, the answer is none of your f***ing business. Stop asking so many questions. Agreed. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, well, after uh, a main power line went out in Puerto Rico late last week, dropping the island from 40% power capacity back down to 18%, that has now been fixed. And now, seven weeks after Hurricane Maria made landfall, still 50% of the island is without power. Yes, the recovery is going extremely slowly, and Puerto Rican Governor Ricardo Rosseo on Monday estimated that rebuilding the island after two back-to-back hurricanes, both Irma and Maria, will cost $95 billion. That's an amount roughly equal to the island's entire annual gross domestic product. Rosseo asked Congress to cover the costs of the reconstruction price tag as, quote, an important step to demonstrate that the federal government will treat Puerto Ricans like like any other American citizens. Oh, sure. The uh, federal government giving $95 billion to Puerto Rico. Good luck with that, Puerto Rico. Meanwhile, in Texas, which is now rebuilding from Hurricane Harvey, a new MIT study calculates that climate change made Hurricane Harvey about six times more likely and that the state's annual risk of similar extreme rainfall events in any given year is now 18 percent higher thanks to global warming. Thanks, global warming. Meanwhile, in the U.S. Senate, the majority Republicans voted strictly along party lines to confirm fossil fuel industry lawyer and lobbyist William Wareham for the number two spot at the EPA. Wareham has spent his... Let me just break in there. That's the fossil fuel lobbyist who now is the number two guy at the Environmental Protection Agency. That's right. Got it. Wareham has spent his career suing the EPA to roll back clean air standards that restrict mercury, silica, lead, and smog. And we call that regulatory capture, do we not? Yes, we do. Well done, fossil fuel industry. At the United Nations Climate Talks, now underway in Bonn, Germany, international negotiators are hammering out the mechanisms for 195 nations to reduce their emissions under the landmark Paris Climate Agreement. But a new report from the United Nations Environment Program calculates that the current national commitments under that agreement are only about one-third of the reductions needed to avoid shooting past the agreed-upon target of no more than two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures. However, the report also concludes that accelerating the transition to solar and wind energy, replanting forests, and increasing the energy efficiency of our cars and buildings can help close that gap. That sounds like a great idea. I suspect everyone 
everyone in the world except the U.S. will be interested. Well, last week, the United States became the only nation on the planet not included in that agreement. That's thanks to President Trump's intention to withdraw from the Paris Agreement in 2020. But a Trump administration delegation is attending the Bonn climate talks anyway. And I hope they are being met with boos and hisses. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. On Monday, they hosted an event to promote so-called U.S. clean coal and nuclear energy Uh technology to developing countries as a way to cut their emissions. And, of course, they were interrupted by a climate action youth protest. So you claim to be an American, but we see right through your greed. It's killing all across the world for that coal mining, and we proudly stand up. And a shadow delegation is also representing the U.S. in Bonn, a coalition of states, cities, and businesses seeking to highlight positive U.S. climate efforts and strike their own deals on the subnational level. Are they better singers? I hope so. But their schizophrenic parallel U.S. presence is creating some confusion for other countries, according to the New York Times, who aren't quite sure who to trust. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who is leading the state action coalition, on Monday criticized the Trump administration and noted that thanks to the states, the U.S. is already halfway to meeting the Obama administration's pledge to cut U.S. emissions. It is important for the world to know the American government may have pulled out of the Paris Agreement, but the American people are committed to its goals and there is nothing Washington can do to stop us. Well, that's good to hear, but Washington is going to keep trying to roll the clock backwards. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide, please, on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Green News Report.